Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes, and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Genevieve. If you are one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation, and I'm happy you all decided to come back. But if you are new to the show, I'm glad you're here too. Please feel free to make yourselves at home, and as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. My friend Caleb is on the show today, and for those of you who don't know Caleb, he is a a guy, I guess. (laughs) He's also a writer of sorts, who is currently working on a book full of stories based off of various ridiculous things that have happened to him in his life, I think. I don't know. He's going to talk about it. He'll tell us more about it. I don't really know a whole lot, but we're going to dig into that and talk about his inspirations and the writing process and blah, 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 all that shit. Um, Caleb is also somewhat of a professional smartass, so I'm sure this conversation will get sidetracked and go God knows where. I don't know. Probably not a good place. But I'm looking forward to it. Caleb is one of the very few people who I've met in my late 20s who is actually like close to my age and I feel like I genuinely get along with. It's a, it's a rare thing to find people like that. It's hard to meet people when you get older because you don't have anybody to meet or you don't go places. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But whatever. Maybe you get it. Maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. Anyways... I feel like we're on the same page and on the same level with a lot of shit, and I rather enjoy talking to him. So, how about I shut up now so we can do that? Just uh, sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking Okay. All right, so you were at the coffee shop today. Yeah. And you were writing. I was writing. What were you writing? I'm writing this, I guess it's a memoir. People always ask what I'm writing. It's just a bunch of my short stories. And you know, like you and Matt and all those guys heard me tell stories before. And um, it's a lot of that. It's, I put it off for a really long time only because I've never written before. Um, Like anything worthwhile, I guess. I'm just like bullshit with people and jot some things down just for memory's sake but then um i was like i'm gonna see if i can turn anything into this so it's just a bunch of short stories i'm kind of aiming towards like 24 stories altogether. they're about like seven pages on average um i have an editor this guy that i just like would scout around on the internet for a while oh cool found him um how's that relationship treating you he's good he's uh it's weird at first because i was like i don't know what i'm doing you're gonna have to like really hold my hand okay and he was like okay yeah and um, he seems like we're on the same age, like mid, later twenties, I think. Okay. Um, but he you've likes... never met him. No, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> His name's Josh. That's all I know. Do you know where he lives? No, I have no idea. Where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe his name's not even Josh. Yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> but he's really nice. He's really helpful. Um, how'd you find him? Is there like, there was, I was bouncing around on Reddit for a while and there was a subreddit called shut up and write. And somebody put up something about 
you know, where did you find your editor? And do you have like an actual relationship with them? And like, do you speak to them kind of off the cuff and personally, aside from what you're writing? And this one girl put up this guy, Josh Huff was his name. And uh, just from what she explained about it, I just seemed like, I'll look into this guy. And then I, I emailed him and told him where I found his name. And just off the bat, he's just really friendly. And he, had, he one of the reasons I liked him a lot because his deal was, I don't pay him until I'm finally like cool with what he did. Okay. It's not like I did this now you owe me money. If you want to do some more, pay me some more money. It's we go back and forth. We've gone back I think four times altogether with us tweaking like what I've written so far, like the first half of the book I guess I would call it. How and, long have um, you been uh, writing it? I started in last fall, like I think around November. Okay. Or so. Yeah, and I put away. I I was really big on doing like two hours a day, because some people. You know, I guess oh, like, like scheduling. Yeah, like legitimate authors or people who actually make this out of living out of this kind of crap um, will say things like, I have to write 6,000 words a day. And we, we're weird rules. I don't know what sure. that is. But I was always like, I would go to the same coffee shop like I'm talking about and just, I'm going to be there for a while. I'm not going to sit there for a half hour and leave. You know, I drove there. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I was like two hours, I'll, you know, sit and write. And then I normally just run out of ideas or just get too amped up on caffeine where I can't fucking concentrate sure just like jittery and i try to schedule myself days to work on stuff but i don't know it doesn't i gotta work be out. in a mood like i guess yeah. now before i was like all am i mean is that when like if you write something new like you're it's i guess it's exciting yeah because it's fresh and then once probably if, even with music or anything else like i've reread these stories so many times i'm so fucking sick of them yeah like, yeah i don't, <laughs> don't fucking like read or talk about it anymore yeah it's really really hard you lose track of like how good it is or yeah. anything like that it's yeah i don't know i try to just like get ideas together and then like that's it and then just yeah you know push it out yeah exactly that's i was even talking to matt the other night um and asked him the same thing i'm like these are never these are never done I'm always going... Oh, nothing's ever done. And just, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Any type of art in general, you just kind of have to... Yeah, he used the word abandon it. You have to abandon what it is and just, like, leave it there and... Yeah. And move on to something else. Yeah, you you can't... Oh, that's professional. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're... Have you ever thought about doing stand-up or anything like that? It seems like you're a really good storyteller. People have told me that all the time. I've done a couple of open mic nights... And, um, I, at the time I was like, this isn't for me, but I think the reality was I just wasn't prepared enough. I didn't prepare myself enough to go up there. And even though it's an open mic, five to seven minutes with oh, that's material, a lot. Yeah, it's a know, lot of time. Um, I was trying to like really just bullshit the whole thing and people catch on to that really quickly. You know, just <laughs> like, oh, now what? Oh, uh, and yeah. So I still thought about that. Um, and that's kind of where the book came from because I kept saying, I, I, I should do that. I want to do that. I could probably have fun with it. Um, you know, you kind of make your own schedule in that sense if you're doing like stand up stuff. I mean, like, depending on where you're going to do open mic shit, but yeah. it turned into like if I can just sit down and give myself my own time again, back to this whole like making your own schedule, I can just write about the stuff, it's still the same, but it's a, it's a different transition between like talking about it and writing about it. And what I used to do, I would tell the story into like a, I would record myself telling the story, so I had oh, okay. like a skeletal outline of what and I then like transcribe bones. it, yeah, and then sort of like you know, write all the things in between and season it up so to speak so that's good are you into reading at all i am um i don't follow a lot of authors um i would say like i love james elroy 
Okay. Uh, he did an LA Confidential. I don't know shit about books. Man, okay. So. <laughs> he did like the LA Quartet. Uh, he did like that Black Dahlia. Okay. Um, I like his style a lot. It's real sharp and short, uh, but it's very detailed and um, gets pretty graphic. He has a, and it, it's also kind of cool because you come across other authors who have their own rules. I guess because they're authors and they were like they've made it. I kind of respect their rules, and anybody else who I don't know has their rules, and I kind of laugh at them. I'm like, oh, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> but these guys like make money out of it. Like he's he's gotta be doing something right. So, um, I think James Roy does this thing I've read about how he'll go once his manuscript is finished, he'll go ahead and remove at least one word from every sentence in the book, just to like keep it even shorter. He doesn't want huh. this long drawn out. Like that's, you know, I I, I couldn't really do that. Um, I know Stephen King. I like him a lot. I think I mentioned uh, he's like against adverbs. Nothing that ends in ly. It's gotta go. Which I start to to adapt to that. Yeah. It's kind of that show, don't tell. Yeah. You know. I try to be... Sort of approach. I try to be really picky about uh, the words that I use when I write songs. Mm-hmm. I try not to use, like, a certain word more than once too close yeah, to each yeah. other. Or I just say the same thing. Think like, about it. But it's like, I don't want to write stuff that's, like, super heady and, like, yeah. you need a dictionary to figure out. Yeah. Like, I want like it to be, like, to the, the point, but I don't want it to be, like, oh, come on. Like, that's, yeah. like, that's really obvious. Yeah. So he looks us up. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Seriously, and that was... Um, I was telling Matt about this, again, the other night. We kind of had a bitch fest. And, because um, he was asking me, too, and I think either him or somebody else asked me, is it hard to write? And I'm like, yeah, it can be. Um, at least for me, you kind of have to find... Because I'm writing about myself. Sure. Pardon me. And, um... No. <laughs> and, uh, I'm writing about myself, and you kind of have to admit a lot of things about yourself that you normally... You know, if I'm telling you something off the cuff, like, if, you know, not during... While I'm being recorded or we're at a bar, I can just tell you something, that's the end of it. You know, sure. We go home that night and go to bed. If I write something down and everyone's going to read it, it's there's a different dynamic to that. Um, I guess you kind of have to ignore it. But the point that I was getting at is I didn't want to sound like I'm a know-it-all with when I'm talking about things. I'm being kind of vague right now. I'm trying to give an example. Um, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Like, Again, because I can relate it to writing songs. Because mm-hmm. everything, I mean, mainly with my solo stuff that I write, it's all from personal experience. Okay. And, you know, sometimes I write things and it's like, well, if whoever this was about read it, they might not be oh, very yeah. happy. Yeah. But at the same time, I usually can always pull this angle because it's a song and it's like, sure. I'm just, it's based upon certain different yeah, experiences, yeah, exactly, but most yeah. of the time that's bullshit. Yeah, it's it's definitely based upon that. <laughs> yeah. It's seriously. Yeah. But it's based upon that one thing. Yeah, exactly. So. That's, that's, and I kind of want to avoid, I was joking too, like I don't want to write stuff that sounds like a fucking Facebook status. I don't okay. I call it was like real preachy and you know, now you know. Kind of stuff <laughs> what I'm talking about. I hate that stuff. I was just, I called Matt on the way over here. We're just like bitching and just going through like, um, I, I don't know, people are at the stupidest shit. You've seen it. Sure. We're all on Facebook. Like. Sure. Dude, it's so distracting. I had, I had to go onto Facebook earlier to message somebody something. And then as soon as earlier, I did message you. It wasn't you though, but (laughs) I had to message somebody, something, it doesn't matter what it was. Mm -hmm. But the second I went on, I saw my newsfeed and immediately got distracted by something. And then I closed it. Cause I was like, ah, I don't feel like being on here. And then a couple minutes later, like, Oh wait, I was trying to do something. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) Oh, no. And it hurts, too, because I'm such a rubberneck when it comes to other people's news. I want to know what's going on, but I never chime in with anything. And um, 
Yeah, I was also bitching about it the other day too. I, I'm really tired of people kind of looking for a pat on the back for deciding to do something. Sure. Um, it just people are like, oh, I applied to the new job, and everyone like, oh, I can yeah, apply. Yeah. To, I can apply to be a fucking FBI. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I I'm so tired of it. Just I I ugh. really like my favorite though is if you're scrolling through the news feed mm-hmm. and you're maybe like you know like eight hours into it or whatever just going yeah. through and, and somebody posts something really really preachy or dumb like that but like nobody liked it i it's love like, that how I does that person feel yeah, seriously you know just yeah <laughs> Honestly, and i only ask people too like would you still write the same shit if that was like disabled the whole comment thing would you still write it i don't think you would i i think you wouldn't say anything because no one's fucking patting you on the back or i mean it's cool it's it's cool in a way because it let you know what people you shouldn't hang out mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, well, you're still Facebook friends with them. Right. So it's yeah, like you it's... either need to accept the fact that your friends and acquaintances are assholes yeah, yeah. or just delete them and get <laughs> yeah, them out of your life. Yeah. So, Oh, my God. Yeah, that there was something else to say about that, too. I, I'll have to remember come back to it. Okay. Um, I had a thought. What? After you're done with this book, okay. would you ever consider writing, like, fiction? Or is this just kind of like a hit it and quit it kind of thing for you? Do you want to pursue um, it after? At first, I didn't really think about, uh, like, in a long-term, you know, idea what this would be. Um, I would like to try to write something after this. Um, perhaps fiction. I kind of back, I mentioned James Elroy. He writes mostly crime fiction, like 1930s L.A., you know, man, see? Like, kind of <laughs> shit. I like that stuff a lot. And sure. um, I thought about maybe, you know, trying to dip into that see what could come of it. But I've also thought about, too, I have this thing with my friend Quinn that we call Stolen Stories. And it's when um, I'll take someone else's story that they told me and retell it and claim that I was there. I wasn't there. <laughs> okay. Um, but I only do that because I feel it has a, a better effect on someone when I'm saying, oh, I was there, and you just have to bullshit it. You know? I guess it's fun, and it makes me a, a liar. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I really I wanted to do, if possibly, another book that was just all stolen stories. Okay. And I would tell you, give me your best story and I'm going to see if I can write it. And kind of have like a little bit of a project in that sense. I thought about that. I've thought about doing, um, even like anthologies, just a book with a collection of fictional short stories, you know, that might all be about something like criminals or whatever. It seems it like be. a lot of work. It is. It's yeah. Like a lot of filtering. And, yeah. yeah. Picking the right shit. Yeah. But that's definitely, that's on there too. Um, that's what it was. The thing and you don't do this, so you're. I don't want you thinking that I'm talking about you. Okay. Right, I, we'll see. I was really tired about this shit. Um, <laughs> I have never once brought up on Facebook or I put up an Instagram photo once what my editor emailed me because I thought it was funny because I emailed him one time and I became worried. I'm I'm a really anxious person. I uh, always need reassurance on things. Sure. Um, I get really scared. I'm like, oh, this is fucking stupid. I'm wasting my time. I need someone to be like, no, it's good. Um, I guess everybody needs that, but. I guess I'm really outspoken with it. I don't. I don't know. But well, this is like your first. Uh, I'm assuming this is like one of your first creative kind of projects you're diving yeah. into. Yeah. So of course, like, mm-hmm. you need that. You don't have like. You're putting time and money into it, and yeah. you really wanted to fine tune it. And I guess you're still kind of like finding yourself. Sure. And yeah. Getting your bearings. Source. Yeah. Exactly. So it um, does help to be like, yeah, that's that's right. You right. Know, yeah. You, you need some some. You don't have direction. this like a. Uh, 10 year bitterness like oh, yeah, fuck like, you yeah. I know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah um what the fuck so 
Well, oh, so I, told, I told the guy, I was like, I'm Josh, the editor. I was like, I'm worried, I don't know. And he was like, listen, dude, next time you're having some trouble or that or getting sort of hesitant on what you're writing about, go to Barnes & Noble. And uh, he was like, get a really strong coffee or something or a latte, whatever the fuck you drink. And then go to the romance section to pick up a romance novel and read the first paragraph. And your confidence will shoot to the roof. He's like, those books suck. They're all, they're all pretty bad. But keep in mind, those were once manuscripts at some point. You know, and somebody decided to have that published and sit on the shelf somewhere where it collects dust and people like me will come by and read it to feel better about myself. So look at it that way. You know, he even said too, even Fifty Shades of Grey was once an ebook only online. It wasn't picked oh, up yeah? by anybody. It was just, yeah, put it on Amazon as an ebook and then it fucking took off for whatever reason. I never read it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, so that's the only time I really put up anything social media wise that I was writing a book. I've never once put up a status that I was doing something, and I won't do it until it's done. Yeah. Aside from me talking about this right now. Um, yeah. And that, that, for some reason, always gets me mad. Just like, I guess back to like deciding to do shit. Just get yeah. the fucking thing done. Yeah. And then talk about it, and I might respect you. Yeah, it's really, really hard to um, stay relevant mm -hmm. in, uh, in social media. As much it as is. I don't care, Yeah. it's like I stopped caring for a while... And then I noticed the, like, repercussions of it. Okay. Totally. How so? Um, just in, like, lack of attention to things that whenever, like, something was finally done mm -hmm. and I put it up, it's like there's nobody's paying attention to it because it's like that one post every couple right. okay, months. I see what you mean, yeah. You need to, like, like tap people be on, on it all the time and, like, you know. I hate being that That's guy, wow, you know. but you need to, like, teeter it. It could be a little bit different with music than writing, but it's still, like putting so because it's like yeah. you write one you can get away like an author could get away with like writing one book yeah every so often yeah. the people that read it's a different demographic that's than true people that are absorbing music mm -hmm. of like an alternative subculture right they're like young people and if like you're not on it constantly their attention goes elsewhere yeah i didn't think about that. that's that's true you kind of have to pace yourself so it's really hard trying to crumbs. balance between like doing it too much yeah. And, like, staying relevant. Yeah. I don't feel good about doing it. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I always, like, man, like, I'm, like, today, like, I spent half the day, like, messaging people on Facebook that I thought might want to go to this show. Uh-huh. But it's like, well, nobody's going to come if you don't fucking tell them about it. Right, exactly. And I can't post, I, I could post a status about it, and a couple people might like it, some people might see it. I just, like, fuck it. I'm just going to message them. Yeah. Either they'll say, yeah, maybe, or no. Yeah. I mean, the last time I did this, I played a show at the Rock Room. And I was the first time in a long time that I had gone out of my way to personally message people. Okay. And probably about half the people I asked actually came. Okay. And I don't think any of those people would have came if I wouldn't have actually right. said, like, hey, Told this is them. happening. Yeah. yeah. Because they're looking at Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And there's a ton of different shows. I get oh, in yeah. like invited to events every fucking yeah. day and I can't keep track of it. Yeah. But, you know, if somebody actually goes out of their way to be like, hey, this thing's happening. You should go. It'll actually, like, stick in my head, and maybe I'll go. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point. You kind of have to, yeah. It just gets good. buried. There's even stuff that I want to genuinely go to mm -hmm. that I might get invited to, but it happens when I'm at work. And because oh, of, I'm like... Oh, an offender of that. Oh, because, like, like you know, phone, but, uh, you get the notification at work because it's in your pocket. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have that, like, oh, I'm going to check my emails when I get home. Like, once a day you get to see everything and sit down with right. it. And They're trickling in through the exactly, day, yeah. and you're distracted doing other things, and it just piles up. Yeah. And then a week later, you're like, oh, shit, I didn't see this email yeah. that was actually kind of well, important. Yeah. 
<laughs> like you might miss an email Seriously. from your editor because you know you get ten fucking event invites or something right. and yeah, it all yeah. piles into your yeah, inbox you yeah, almost forget about it yeah and you don't notice it right no, too I, much is going that, on yeah that's true so yeah sometimes. promoting yourself is really fucking hard and really especially when you don't have anybody helping you too if you have to like do yeah. it all yourself it's like i hate promoting okay i just want to like write 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 sure and put it out there yeah and like you know people will take it and it'll spread ideally that's what'll happen but you need to like tell them about it scale yeah yeah and then that that means that's less time that i could be working on stuff true and i don't have like a manager or a publicist or (laughs) any of this you know people to do that for me so the diy grind is hard man i can imagine a lot of running around but yeah i haven't fucking done it though so i I won't fucking do it until until it's done yeah i mean Um, i mean Again, also, there's really no point. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not as if to, you know, because in, in your, what you brought up is it's with music and you're performing. I'm not like going around reading this out loud to anybody like a fucking teacher, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, Look at this. Um, so that, that's, I think, where the line is drawn because it's just, here, this is it. And I think once it is finished, I'll do, you know, repeat reminders just like, hey, by the way, yeah, check it out. You know, I think you should do like a reading of the book, though. <laughs> you know what? That's a really good idea. I think <laughs> I think I should. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I've seen I've gone to some book readings. I went to a John Leguizamo book reading. Really? Yeah. How was that? It was cool. I only went because it was John Leguizamo. Yeah, I didn't give a awesome, fuck about yeah. the book. Again, I don't read. Wasn't he in Planet Terror? John Leguizamo was he in Planet Terror? I he... Or some guy looked like. Was him, he in Planet Terror? Remember. Fuck, man, I can't think right now. I don't think he was in Planet Terror. He might be. I'll check after this. Okay. Yeah, we could look now it you up. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else is I gonna ask you? Oh, so you got this fucking um, that big ass screen for your video games? Yeah. Is that new? Well, no, it's not. Uh, my roommate Nick has a projector. And, oh, uh, okay. It's a projector, and your parents? Huh? Remember that joke? No. Fourth of July, we were in here, and the fucking door slammed downstairs. I'm like, oh, shit, who's here? And like, my parents are home. Oh. And I was like, you fucking live with your parents? Like, that's weird. Did I say that? Yeah. And I went oh, downstairs that's really funny. to go look, and like, these two people were just like, hey. I'm like, yo, you look like my age. You're not anybody's parents. <laughs> Hello. Oh, fuck. Drunk jokes. Yeah. That was good. I love them. Uh, but no, anyway. but anyways, yes, Nick has a projector. Mm. We had it out because me and Jasmine played a show on Friday and one of the spiels to our show is we have a huge projector behind us that shows all these visuals. Okay. And then I was like, in order to do that, I had to hook it up to my laptop. My laptop also has Super Nintendo stuff on it. And then okay. I was like, okay, well, if this hooks up, why don't we put it in the living room and plug in some controllers and play video games? So yeah. And that's what we did. Fuck yeah. And it was good it looked awesome it was a good idea yeah, yeah that was a really good idea yeah i'm probably gonna do it again sometime you play mario kart yeah we were playing we who do, I, who do you play as i don't play mario kart why i wasn't a nintendo six, at it. i wasn't a nintendo 64 <laughs> kid okay wow i legitimately played statement i legitimately played <laughs> mario kart 64 for the first time yesterday what the fuck? Wow. I, ne- I never had a 64 i've barely even played one like i've never played super mario 64 any... Is this on purpose? No, I just never had one. I didn't okay. know people that had one, and I just wasn't yeah. into it. I was super into, like, I did the P3 
PS1, PS2, was like super into RPGs and fighting games. Okay. And I mean, 64 had Super Smash Brothers, which I have played. Yeah. That I've played. I played that. Um, but I just wasn't it just wasn't for wow. wasn't my thing. I just didn't I've never been super crazy about Nintendo. Period. This is crazy. I mean, I had a Super Nintendo when I was a kid. I had Super I had Super Mario Kart for Super Nintendo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh I was always more into Genesis. And really? Then, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm that's me with my circle of friends. They're all very big. Not that I have anything against Nintendo, but I was always Sega guy. I liked everything better on there. Um I got made fun of a lot for that. I don't know if you ever got any flack for liking No, I didn't have Sega. any friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I didn't really get made fun of it. I had, I mean, I had a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis. I had them both. Yeah. But I played the Sega more. Okay. For whatever reason. I don't know why. I was such a fan of Sega Saturn. Okay. Um, my brother got that. I forget how old I was, but I was always a sucker for those full motion video games that just oh, were no. so bad. Oh, no. But... Um, and my brother would be so pissed. I would come home, you know, you run a game for the weekend and that's your fucking weekend. Yeah. Like, that's sure. it. And I would come home and he's like, you know, it's pretty much like a Jack and the Beanstalk thing. Like, here's the money. Don't blow it on anything. I come back with magic beans. In this case, I come back with some shitty game <laughs> that we're stuck with for like the next three days. And it was always some full motion video bullshit. Or I'd always rent, do you remember Pit Fighter? Yeah. That fucking terrible fighting game. Yeah. He's like, dude, stop bringing this home. This game sucks. <laughs> like, I want to beat it, but you can't beat it so fucking hard. I hated that game, but I always played it. Much like, um, what was another game that was like that? It's kind of bugging me. I can't think about it. No, oh, that was it. Was that's I didn't know you had, you never played sixty four. Yeah, I just wow. it wasn't wasn't my thing. <laughs> I've never played a Wii. I never got I never got into that. My girlfriend, when I was uh, dating someone, and when I went to Edinburgh University for a little while, for a long while, um, <laughs> I she bought me one for my birthday, and. Um, it really had that, you know, wow effect in the beginning. Because it was a next-gen system, and, like, sure. you know, you're moving your hands around. You know, like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. Like, the fuck you doing? And um, it, after, like, a couple of months, it just lost its effect on me. I don't know what it was. It just never did anything for me. And I would always go back to my Genesis and growing up games. Yeah. It was there for me. But that, I ended up selling it, the, the Wii. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I didn't, wasn't, mm -hmm. had any interest in it. And now I just don't fucking even have the time to really play video games anymore. Yeah. I, Seriously. You know, I, eh, whatever. It's all right. Yeah, life goes on. Yeah. What, uh, what were some of your good Genesis games? Oh, God. Um, I mean, Mortal Kombat for sure. Okay. That's, that's, I think that's what really kept me on the Genesis side because they had the blood. Yeah. In yeah. That game and Super Nintendo bitched out. Yeah. They fucking have it. Yeah. Um, people like, I think they had like fucking dust or, or spit, people called it. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, that that's for sure. Um, there was a Spider-Man versus Kingpin. Was oh, I never played that. Really, it was like a really dark, grim game. Okay. Um, and it was also really hard, but it it wasn't like, you know, fucking throw the controller through the window hard. It was like challenging. I guess the word that I would use. Sure. Rewarding if you got past. I could never beat it. I think I got to Sandman in one of the levels. You're like in this park. And he's just fucking impossible. Was it like a beat em up? Yeah, it was a beat em up. Okay. Um, but you would like in order to you know, you would use your web. Sure. And you had to like get more money to buy more web what? whatever the fuck that yeah, it was all fucked up. <laughs> but you, you could you could take pictures of things. If you took pictures of like final bosses, you got money for that. And that gave you more money to buy more oh. webbing. And it so was like it was like, like the Peter Parker. Yeah. 
you would do that. So it was kind of cool. And then you could take all these crazy pictures and see what you did. At the That's end of the cool. Game. And that was fun. That was up there. Um, what else? What were yours? Now that I'm thinking. Uh, I really liked. There was a fighting game called Eternal Champions. I remember that. A game is hard as hell. It's really hard. The controls are pretty butt. Yeah. But I just really like the characters. It was violent too. Yeah, it had some really cool. Uh, there was like a, the stages had like interactive fatalities. Yep. Uh, like. I don't. I, there, I think there was one, one where the, like uh, the, the gangsters would yeah, drive by. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, there was one where like uh, you're like in water and there's like some vines that would come up and like okay, yeah. strangle the person or something. Oh, good call. I remember that. That game's rad. Did you ever play Comic Zone? Yes. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Fucking beat those things off the uh, the board. Comic Zone was really really dope. I liked the Sonic games more than the Mario games. Yeah. Um, uh, I really liked. Well, I don't know. That's kind of tough. Super Mario World and Mario 3, I really liked the, uh... There was something about the aesthetic of how you walked from level to level. Okay. And, like, especially with Super Mario World, how, like, there was, like... Like, the, like all the hidden things, and you could shortcut through yeah, worlds, and, like, the world map. There was something about that aesthetic. That game's awesome. You oh, can't... Yeah. There's nothing bad you could say yeah, about it. Honestly, but in general, I think I just really liked the, like, speed of the Sonic games. Yeah, that was exciting. And some, I, don't, I just liked it more when I was a kid. I don't know I why. That. Uh, I went to school when I was a freshman. There was this guy. What is his name? He was a senior, but he looked exactly like Dr. Robotnik. Okay. It was really unfortunate. Was he like a woodshop <laughs> teacher or something? No, he was, he was, like, he was a student. <laughs> <laughs> he had these like weird-ass glasses that were always... I call them like pervert vision. Um, <laughs> those ones you, you go outside like the sun tints them. Sure. You know, that shit. Um, he had those, but they like never would go back to its original form when he went inside buildings. It was always like this really weird, dark glow to his glasses. Huh. He had a mustache. His hair was always sticking out. It was... It was okay. him. <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe um, it was his, like, nephew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. I remember a time when um, I had finally got... I think it was the second Sonic, and um, I wasn't allowed to play it. This sounds so stupid. I wasn't allowed to play it when my grandmother was in the room. Um, cause I lived with her when I was growing up, I mean, I still live with her, but, uh, when I was growing up and, uh, I, like you, you, when you go in those like loop the loops and you're, you know, as a hedgehog, you're flying around and she kind of like, made her nauseous and dizzy. <laughs> and I was like, never allowed to play it. When, I'd be so pissed. Like, sure. And get, get out of the room. Yeah. I want to play it. <laughs> Grandma. <Lee>. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. So I remember that. Oh, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, those other games that I played for Sega that I was, um, always into um i forgot about eternal champions i was had this like really random thought because okay. uh, i was just thinking i spent a lot of time with my grandma too when i was growing up mm. and my grandma actually got me my ps1 for christmas like oh really okay and but the funny thing was was like i was super stoked on it right yeah and i was at her house for like a week like all of christmas break okay she didn't have a tv in the house that had the yellow red white like and output. put on the back <laughs> so i got this thing and i had it all week and i yeah. couldn't play it i think i i got final fantasy 7 with it too and i probably read the instruction manual like eight times over oh the course of the week god i finally got home and it was just like <gasps> yeah seriously that's like that what's that old cartoon gag where like the uh he's trying to get a can opener for the cat food and there's like no can openers left oh sure i'm talking about that yeah that reminds me of that like it's all right there in front of you that one little tool to make it work yeah um, that's good. Um, <laughs> trying to think what else. Um, I, did you ever go to the arcade? Yeah. Growing up? Totally. Yeah. 
Totally. I was always so bad at everything, but I... Yeah. There's I, a certain charm and magic I, to arcades. I liked hanging out at the arcade. That's yeah. where all the kids hung out in... Uh, at Monroeville Mall. I actually wrote a song about this. It's oh, the, really? It's going to be on the new album. Okay. Plug, dropping Yo. it before I finished it. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Fucking <Suck> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, no, I wrote a song about this. It's actually a song that I wrote a few years ago, and I'm kind of, like, revamping it. Okay. But, regardless of me writing a song about it, yeah, I spent a lot of time in the arcade. Do you have any go-to games? Um, There was probably Street Fighter versus, uh, like, Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will beat anyone's ass in that game. Okay. Um, there's a guy that I work with who, he brought it up the one, I always say, and I, I thought about this too because you're putting up, you have the projector for your games and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I always make this joke, and it's not a joke though. I, aside from Marvel vs. Capcom, I'll beat anybody's ass in Street Fighter 2. Like. Oh, you should have played last know, night. We were doing Street Fighter 2. Give me Saget. I give you a Saget. Oh, you're a Saget guy? Over. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny. When people... You'll see those people that talk a lot of shit on Street Fighter. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you're either Ryu or Ken. And you know all the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, yeah. All but that I, I want to see you school somebody with Saget. I knew Saget. I was always good with uh, Balrog, too. Okay. I was always really... I seemed to do okay with him. I wanted to be good with Vega. Ah, uh, Vega was righteous yeah the character is so badass yeah i want to um, work, did did. you ever see any of the street fighter animated movies there's like no. two animes there's a street fighter 2 anime and a street fighter alpha anime okay i have them wow. both highly recommended <laughs> but vegas character in the street fighter 2 anime is fucking brutal really? i can imagine he's so awesome raw <laughs> dude is raw as fuck i had a friend named mike who i gamed with a lot it was like the one friend that i had growing up okay and he fucking played with vega and he was f- fucking ruthless man yeah when you know what you're doing with that character bouncing around the place and oh yeah suplexing you across the screen yeah <laughs> Motherfucker's limber. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you got those penny loafers on? Yeah. <laughs> He's smooth. Yeah. Vega rules. Yeah. He doesn't get enough credit. He more, more people need to talk about yeah. Vega. Um, what was I going to say with that? There was something talking about arcades. Um, and oh, they Marvel, oh, the guy that I work with. We I went to um, uh, Cedar Point a couple of weeks ago, and there was an arcade there, and it was this huge-ass arcade. And they had some you know pretty good games, and I was already complaining because i've gone to like dave and busters which i can dig it there you know and other arcades but there's never any tournament fighters in these places it's always the same racing game and the same sure game and those fucking ones there's a curtain you i thought dave and busters had some they, the they're all corner. gone now i went <laughs> oh, really? a month ago and i'm like looking around i'm like where's street fighter they used to have those cabinets yeah i, I unless they're hidden and i missed it but all this it, fucking guitar hero and all that shit yeah C- come on and yeah so, all the fighter cabinets were like in the back corner by there's like that yeah. huge cave thing with like the guns that yeah, you yeah. shoot, shoot they're, planes uh, down. yeah they're over in that back corner that's <laughs> yeah. where they were uh, i guess i missed them but i i looked around for a while but we yeah we went to um cedar point and there was a marvel versus capcom the first one um tournament fighter but it was a free play which yeah. i was very skeptical because i was like this thing this might this thing might be broken and um i know how to play the goddamn game and my coworker's like oh see what see we can finally win he beat me twice, and I was like, dude, I, I'll kill you in this game. I couldn't do it. Okay. The controls were all fucked up, and I was pissed. <laughs> so I was like, let me go somewhere else. And I, you know, We'll go on a home console or something, and I'll mop the floor with you. Cool. But, um, I remember when I was growing up, and there's this place, from if you're from Ambridge, there was a place called Frosty's. It might be there still. It's old ice cream. Go figure. And uh, 
they always had a couple of the new fighter games in there. And I remember when Mortal Kombat 3 hit the scene and my buddy JJ and I went just to go watch. And I remember looking back now, it's kind of weird because, you know, when's the last time you looked up a cheat code or a fatality? Yeah. Like, you know, and but like, assuming it's there for you to look at because no one had the internet. You know, I'm in like fucking, I don't know, third grade, fourth grade at this point. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. I was always amazed. Like, how did you figure any of this out? Yeah, man. Video so, game magazines. But there's yeah. always those kids that seem to head of the curve. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Dude. Like they worked for I, act- I have a really good story about the first time I saw Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. I was at the movie theater, and my mom and her boyfriend, we were all going to see Ace Ventura. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and I was, I mean, I was pretty young, you know, it was yeah. third, third or fourth grade, something, yeah, like that. something like that. And uh, I could, I saw Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. but then like, I didn't quite know what Roman numerals were, but okay. I knew it was like a different Mortal Kombat game. And I, at the time I'd already known about the first Mortal Kombat Okay. So, but I had no idea that there was going to be a second one. Yeah. And the first thing that I saw when I finally like got my head in between, yeah. so there was like kind of a crowd of oh, people yeah. around, was just Baraka with the oh, yeah, knives just blades. shredding somebody <laughs> up, and I was just like, oh, yeah, dude, that was what is crazy. that? Yeah, two is my favorite one, I think. Two's killer out of all the ones that come out. I can't get. I guess back to that whole sixty-four comment, I couldn't get into those once it became like the three uh, D levels oh yeah i, I, I think it was like four that. yeah, yeah I, I don't i really tried because it's the franchise and everything but i don't give me just give me that platform you know? yeah yeah whatever was capcom did like the 3d background but it was still a platform yeah left to right forth. yeah keep it that way it worked for i did like a years. virtual fighter though <laughs> yeah i did yeah you jumped like <laughs> on the so goddamn slow. moon in that yeah. game <laughs> <laughs> it's so slow it is but there's something like fun about it very nostalgic yeah um, um fuck there's a couple things also, another, okay, so to one more funny story than something I have to tell you about. Okay. I actually have a funny story about the first time I heard about Mortal Kombat 3, too. Going okay. back to the Roman numerals things, like, at, by the time that Mortal Kombat 3 was getting announced, I was really into video games. So I was like, my mom was getting me the magazines sure. and everything. And I remember, like, on the cover of this magazine, it was just like, new news on Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. And then, like, I was sitting in school and, like, kind of looking at it, and I just kind of glanced over. And I noticed that, like, the Roman numeral was actually a 3. Okay. And, like, I turned around to, like, my oh, friend was behind shit. me. I was like, I think that's a 3. Yeah. Like, Mortal Kombat 3? What? So it's like, yeah, I learned about Roman numerals because of Midway. Yeah, see, there you go. So, th- thanks, thanks, Midway. Uh, yeah, Ed Boon and yeah. fucking, whatever, Tobias. John, John yeah. Tobias. Uh... Another thing I want to tell you about, though, is if you're really itching to get some arcade play on, okay, there's a convention that happens once a year in D.C. It's called MAGFest. Okay. I went last I year. It's awesome. It's an entire weekend long. It's uh, MAG is an acronym for music and gaming. Okay. So it's a ton of like bands and video game related culture in this huge hotel. It's like a really big spectacle. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. But the coolest thing about it is they have a gigantic arcade with just about any cabinet you can ever think of. Like this space is huge and everything is free play. Oh, what the fuck? I gotta go here. So yeah, it's there. It's in January. I'll be going this year. I was telling some people that I'm trying to get a group of people to go up there. Yeah. Because be what's fun. awesome is after the convention closes, if you stay at the hotel, there's parties everywhere. And oh, it's wow. just like yeah. all of these just like happen. nerds going <laughs> loose. Like yeah. 
like dance parties, yeah. people in cosplay, yeah. all just oh, it's, yeah. it's hooting like hollering. it's <laughs> otherworldly. Like I cannot. Wow, dude, you have to go. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. I have no idea. It's fucking. There, nothing else is like it. You've gone before then? Yeah, I went last year. How long have they been doing it? They've been doing it. I think last year was the fifth one. It might have been. Okay. It might be that I could be wrong about okay. that. I think it, it's it's been a while, a few years. Sure. It's getting bigger and bigger. Um, yeah. but it's fucking awesome. Oh wow! And la- yeah, last year we went. We were actually pretty much only there for like two days. Okay. Um, because I went up with uh, Deathlehem. If you do you okay. know the band Deathlehem? Yeah. Well, they played the second stage last year. And this year they're going to be playing main stage. Okay. So I'll be going up with them, and I think we're actually going to be there for the entire weekend this time. Oh, nice. So I'm really Shit. looking forward to it. Shit. It's, dude. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm having to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. But uh, back to the real world, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What the fuck else? <laughs> I was just telling Matt again the other day, um, I was looking through like photos, I guess back to Facebook. Um, okay. I was like going through some, some photos that I had uploaded or had been tagging. Um, and there, I was just thinking, I was like, when did I really start hanging out with like you, you guys? Okay. More or less. And it's been over a year. I thought it was like last fall or something, but that infamous evening when we went to Smiling Moose, when all the fucking pool photos started to come up. Yeah. And that became a thing. That was about a year ago. That was last June. Really? And pretty much blew my mind. I thought that was maybe four or five months ago or something. And, huh. Um, yeah, because the first night when I met all of you guys, we, we, you guys went to the Moose after a show. Um, and then I, I pieced out. I went somewhere else. I forget where. But then, I think like a couple weeks later, the second time around, we went to... We went, that's when we went to D's and all those fucking pool photos. And... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to crack a pull cue over, like, Matt's face when he comes over and asks, like, hey, can, yeah. we, can we do this over here? Man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the game here. Um, There's a couple guys that are at D's that seem like they take it pretty serious. But then yeah. it's like, you play religiously at D's. I don't know how seriously I That's could take thing, you. Yeah. There's, like, there's quite a few other halls that you could go yeah, to in the city. Yeah, the same four dudes. <laughs> Everyone's drunk there anyway, so of yeah. course you're going to win. I know a motherfucker who goes there. Um, I was there a few months ago with some friends, and uh, we were upstairs. They went. They were upstairs, and I went to go join them. And I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you get this way too. But if I'm going to meet friends, and there's like a couple of new faces, in addition to the people I'm going to meet, I get like really irritated. Okay. I, I gotta be on all night. Like I gotta feel. Like, I feel like I have to host these people. You know because. <laughs> It gets quiet, you sit there, I'm just like, oh, guy, what do you do? And, you know, yeah. you go into all this dumb shit. So, when I walked upstairs, it was like my um, my friends EJ, Travis, and Bob, and uh, this other dude. And I'm like, and it's I've just seen one this, guy? It was one dude, but I've seen this dude there before playing pool. And I'm like, I, I'm not in the mood, I don't play pool, first off. Um, although everybody that I work with thinks that I'm like some fucking shark. Oh, because the of the photos? photos? Went up, they're like, will you make money doing that? Like, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I went up there, and this guy, he's, you know, he's playing pool with them, and I, I've seen him there before, and he he was nice at first. He's, you know, just kind of like, hi, how you doing kind of guy. And it just, he was he was really good. And he was schooling everybody. I wouldn't play because I don't play, and he would beat me, you know, 
instantaneously. It'd be worthless, yeah. Yeah, and they were playing for drinks. So they were, like, buying them shots, and he's, like, getting all fucked up. And he, and, and, and a lot of those guys are really competitive, so they're like, let's keep playing until someone beats him. You're just wasting your money at this point. But um, his name is Ron. I don't know if anybody knows this guy or not. Uh, Jake yeah. very fucking knows him for the same reason I do. He said, that guy's an asshole. He plays, you know, he plays pool. He plays for drinks and everything. But he just kept coming over to all of us and just, like, talking about stupid shit. Um, <laughs> someone mentioned that I wanted to go to the police academy. It was something that was brought up in passing. There wasn't any weight to this decision at all. It was just like, oh, I thought about it one time. You? And, you did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, and he overheard. He's one of these guys who, like, knows the law more than police officers do. Oh, He's God. one of those guys. Yeah. Like, preaching motherfuckers. So he was like, is someone over there talking about the police academy? And I'm like, yeah, I should have said no. But he came <laughs> over and he was like, might I remind you that you should know your uh, the Constitution of the United States of America and your state's constitution before you, you know, be a police officer. Of course, talking about, you know, everyone's getting beat up and yeah, sure. brutality. I'm just like, dude, if I was a cop too, I'd be smashing everyone's head down here on my own on my own watch. I hate everybody and I'm not a cop. Get down here. And I only deal with them on the weekends, let alone yeah. full time, 40 hours a week, whatever the hell you're doing. But he was doing shit like that. And then he, I remember one point he leaned across um, out the window on the top floor and he was like, he's like, see that, that market over there? And like the Schwartz market, I yeah. think that's what it is, or was. Um, is that gone? No, there's stuff in there. Okay. Um, and he was like, if you speak German, you get the joke. And uh, I, I wanted to, like, just punch him in his mouth. It's like, it's not, <laughs> not a joke. Like, I don't speak German. It's like, you know, hey, you only get this joke if you do nuclear physics. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, I don't get it. He's like, uh, Schwartz is black in German, so it's the black market. I'm like, okay. He's like, it's the black market. It's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Play your fucking game of pool and get you and your ponytail back to the bar and, you know, whatever it is you want to do. Oh, is it that guy? It's that guy. He looks like a girl. <laughs> With his high cheekbones and his fucking shaved face. I don't like him. He's an asshole. And he, he does that thing where he, like, fucking... He keeps his cell phone, like, clipped out on the other side of his pocket. Like, dude, you have pockets. Put it in there. He's, he, I hate that dude so much. Cartoon character. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, well, I overheard that guy one night. <laughs> we were in there, and somebody, like, made a... There was a, a bunch of them, some Jagoffs playing pool. Yeah, and uh, some, like, some rap song came on, and this guy was like, Ugh, I hate this shit. And then he was like, yeah, rap is crap. Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> Smith. This is 1990s? Yeah. Hey, Mom. Rap is crap. Oh my god. That reminds me, really off topic, uh, I had this communications class at Robert Morris. I had this teacher who, I, I like, would joke that she killed the professor who was meant to teach the class and she just, like, took over and no one noticed. Okay. Because she couldn't teach at all. And, um, just out of her fucking mind. And she sent this email out one time we were doing, like, a research paper and it said, uh, you know, like, as a, it was, at first I was all in caps, it's all in caps. She's her fucking caps lock on. Talking to me in the email, like, real professional. You know, turn the thing off. And it was like, and all reminder, if anyone's doing like the research paper like right now, I don't want to see anyone using Crapapedia. And she kept referring to this Crapapedia. And I'm like, it's it's pretty legitimate. Like if there's a source there, you can use the source. Yeah. But I understand if you want to quote an actual paragraph that somebody wrote. But I don't know. 
there wasn't much of a point to what I'm saying, but it just the fact she called it crap period it pissed me off. And remember the whole like rap is crap stuff and Yeah, sure. It's uh people <laughs> People that are like like okay, like we'll say like that guy at D's and the teacher Ron. <laughs> you want to make it a drawn, clear, yeah, clear. You want to make it clear yeah. who this is. Ponytail. No, people like that. They're probably like smart. Oh no, no doubt. But they're not funny. Yeah. And they think they're funny. No, it's exactly what that is. And it's a problem. It is. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> and he, say, yeah, again, he remember he came over and he was something with music came up. Um, because my friend Bob's a drummer and I'm a drummer and we're talking about just like drumming, and he came over and just. He's one of those guys, too, that just fucking talks when you're in the middle of a conversation. As if, like, you don't see me talking to somebody right now. You come over and you're just like, yeah, so I, you know, I'm the, you know, whatever yeah, you want to say. He would just walk in the store and yeah, start talking like, about dude, some other shit. Like, <laughs> so, he said something, he, he just interrupts me. He's like, I'm learning to play the banjo. And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, I've been trying to learn to play dueling banjos. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I bet your neighbors love you, dude. Like, in your room. Oh, my God. I... I just, just shut up. No one asks what the fuck you play, and you're already robbing us for our drinks anyway. You yeah. Know, he was doing that, and then he goes, um, you guys know what fine dining is? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I fuck? like Burger King. What That's... the fuck's that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah. Tell us if we're already eating all this shit, like, yeah. I, dude, just go away. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Ron. Don't play Ron and pool at these. <laughs> He'll fucking talk your ear off. It's not worth it. No, it's not. It's not worth the drink. I hope he hears this too, and he sees me there. <laughs> so you're pretty sure. I'll about burn what you said this onto a CDR and give it to him the next yeah. time I see hey, him. Check it out. <laughs> check um, out this band. It's yeah. not rap. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> rap is crap. So, like, what kind of music are you into? Since you just mentioned drumming. Oh man. Um, we can just talk about this briefly because it's kind of a boring topic. It's okay. Um, I want to know what Ron listens to. Actually, I know yeah. what Ron listens to. Let's talk about uh, that. What does Ron listen to? We actually... Well, for, okay, so to answer your question, um, I went over to the jukebox, and I'm a big Steely Dan fan. Okay. And I think Steely Dan and, and The Police are my two number one, my spots. I'm cool. Kinda, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a top five guy. Were your parents into that shit, or is that something you found yourself? My brother really got brother. Me into okay. that stuff. Um, and then I had some friends who were pretty influential with their taste, and because I liked them a lot, you know, they introduced me to a lot of stuff growing up. Um... But yeah, I'm into that. Um, a lot of hip hop too. I was listening to Murs on the way over here. Cool. Um, I like him a lot. But I went over to the jukebox to play some stuff, and Ron yells over. He goes, "Play Dead Mouse." Like, <laughs> really? Oh, dude, I had a crack really? this fucking bottle over your head. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's like the last thing I would expect to come out of that guy's mouth. I think he was doing it to seem like hip. You know, like sure. I'm with it. I know techno music. Like shit like that, and I kind of played it off like, oh, no, what? you know, I no that no, he seems like a kind of guy that like twenty years ago was really into like the mm. prodigy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, seriously, all that. <laughs> Holy <stuff>. shit! <laughs> you know, next year, Fat to the Land, that album's gonna be twenty years old. What the fuck? Um, yeah, dude, that came out like ninety five, I think, or ninety six. That's insane. I have it on the wall. I there could was another album fuck that it, I was whatever. going through. Um, I, I never know how to pronounce the dude's name. Prefuse seventy three. Yeah, yeah. That, he had that one album. I forget what it was, but I remember listening to it my freshman year in the. What the cover looks like? It has Storm Returns on it. I think it's. I think it's, it's it's colorful. It's like purple and white and. One word extinguisher. Yeah, that's the extinguisher one. Yep. That's ten years over ten years old now. Yeah. Um, 
what the fuck? I remember putting it on. I'm like, what did this come out? I was curious. Oh three. So uh, Jesus. No, those those early Preview seventy three albums are awesome. Yeah, for They're sure. All really really good. Um. How'd you get into that stuff? Do you have like friends that were into weird hip hop? Friends, yeah. Yeah. Um, I met a I met a couple of guys when I was going to Edinburgh. My friend um, Alexander was really into hip hop, and he got me into a lot of what I kind of I'm into now. I like Cool Keith a lot. Okay. He's fucking crazy. I like that. Um, How do you feel about Mystical? <laughs> I know one song of his that <laughs> Here I Go. That song he just Should, screams I, at half the that's time. That's not even his song. It isn't. No. <laughs> Who is it? It's mystical, you, isn't it? Yeah, are you talking about the on the his verse on Move Bitch? Here I come. Maybe Here that's I what it is. <laughs> no, not that. Okay. Not that. Oh, okay. Oh, it's... does he have a song called Here I Go? I'm almost positive it's him. Yeah, he talks I'm, about I'm, alligators I'm, in the swamp and all this shit. I'm more familiar, admittedly, more familiar with his features than his solo work. <laughs> I wonder what that says. But uh, <laughs> no, I've I've looked up some of mystical solo work on the internet. Is it worthwhile? Oh, it's pretty fucking insane. He has, he's a, a unique voice. And he I does. don't, I don't mean that in a sarcastic way. Like it's kind of goofy, I but at the same time, it's it. very, uh, it's very abrasive and just, yeah. I, I am, it's kind of scary. I'm really drawn to things that are abrasive and awkward. Okay. And like that when I hear them, my like brain wrong. doesn't know how to process it right away. Okay. Like, like that, like when I hear mystical doing this verse and he's just like something something and then he like backs off and it's just like what like it's like my brain is kind of like it's like it skips a beat yeah and i'm like whoa and then like i get drawn to it and there's a lot of stuff like that that like fuck i mean the first time i heard dillinger escape plan and i was like yeah i remember hearing that for the first time what the fuck is this this doesn't make any sense and then like i think i like okay like it draws me in rather than like (laughs) I don't know. I like stuff like that. I can dig that. Yeah. Um, Comparing mindless self or not as the same mindless self indulgence, but uh, Dillinger escape plan to mystical was something that I didn't think would ever happen. In yeah, my life. that's fucking reaching, but <laughs> it works. It... <laughs> no, it's just in their abrasive yeah. delivery. Okay. I was thinking about mindless self indulgence in my head too, as another band that's like that for me. I remember the first time I heard that too, and I I like laughed at it for a while, and then ended up being really catchy. Yeah. And I just really, uh, Frankenstein Girls is like one of my favorite albums. Yeah. That's, it's just fun. Yeah. There's nothing else in the world like it, man. Yeah. It's fucking, it's insane. Yeah. They it's, still doing stuff? Or yeah. Is that, mm-hmm. I haven't heard from them after the, they had like one more album after that that I listened to and I just kind of forgot about them. Yeah. They're still around. They're still doing it. Nice. For sure. How was the uh, show in Butler? You invited me and then I forgot. Yeah. Fuck. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging out with Ron. We're playing pool. <laughs> should have brought him. Yeah, I, I should have. <laughs> there was this fucking guy at this show. This weird old guy. And he kept on walking up to, like, everybody that was there. was like, are you in a band? What? And be like, yes or no? And they're like, yes. Are you rock? Get no. out of here. <laughs> okay. And then he, like, walked over to somebody else like, are you in a band? Are you, are you rock? Band? Are you rock? And that was his two questions. Are you in a band? <laughs> are, are you rock? rock? Like I don't know Shut what he was what he up. was looking for. Wow. I wanna know who this is. Yeah, he was a fucking weirdo. <laughs> the show was good though. Was it? Yeah, you, you you missed it. I always miss them. But it's okay, you can come to another There's one. There's always another time. You can plug it on Facebook and I can Yeah. 
I'm just gonna post every show that I play. I'm gonna post directly onto your yeah, wall. Yeah, seriously. And uh, now you have my If attention. I post something on Instagram, I'm gonna like tag you tag in the photo. Yeah. I'm Check gonna send out. you text messages. You're gonna be so fucking annoyed. Oh man, I'll laugh at it. So, uh, when do you think your book's gonna be done? Do, um, do you have like a you a time frame for it, or are you just letting it go? I'm letting it go now. I had a time frame at the time um, <laughs> when I was writing. Like, I'm going to assume, you know, like X amount of months from now. And then that time has come and I'm still, like, working some things out. And, of course, I'm not in really a big hurry. There's no, you know, due date to any of that. Um, but I'm still, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I've divided it up in two parts. Um, the first part, I think, is pretty much finished. It's about, I think, like 12 stories. And then this other one's coming up. I don't know how long that will take. Um, it took Josh last time about, I think almost three weeks to get it all back to me. And it's nice too, because it's not like a really heavy novel. It's, it's, it's short, sure. you know, they're just short stories. Um, have you considered, I didn't mean to cut you off, no. but like since this first half's done, have you considered maybe just releasing the first half or is it something that you want to do as like a whole? I want it all together. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I'm doing the, the second half now and getting that, tidied up and cleaned up and then you know looking at like trying to figure out like book covers and um like i'm lost on publishing like i don't know how sure. that works so um, do you, you want to like actually get physical copies of this thing made yes. or just like okay that's kind of the end game and at first i was really ambitious and i remember thinking you know i want this published i want this to be in a bookstore somewhere you know and, and that's that a problem of mine is i get way too ahead of myself before i begin working on anything. oh it's so easy yeah. man i'm fucking uh I haven't even, I'm like writing this album, just finished writing it. Uh. Haven't really started like recording anything seriously yet, but I'm already like, like, okay, I got this idea for the album cover and how I'm yeah. going to package it right. and this yeah. and that. All like, the fun stuff. Oh yeah. I'm always <laughs> 10 steps ahead. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, you, you, you know, keep yourself in check doing that. And, um, you need to like, it's good to keep the brain flowing though. Yeah. You it's be better excited. to have ideas than you get to that point and you're like, well, I don't know what the fuck Yeah. Not what? Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> And it, it, can, it can be a chore sometimes, as you know, anything can that what you're working on, and um, but get like a book cover figured out, and, like what I want for that, and just you know what what's like attractive, you know, to the eye. The idea of book covers, again, I'm not a guy that reads, as mm-hmm. I've said, but it's, I feel like it would be really really hard. Yeah. To, but I mean, I don't read, so I don't know what to look for in a book cover. Whereas like with yeah. like albums or music. Sure. Like, I could be like, this is a good album cover. This yeah. is a bad album cover. Yeah, exactly. For books, I, I have no idea. I could I do it for DVDs. Equation. Yeah. 95% of DVDs nowadays have terrible al- yeah. tell them, album covers. Album covers. DVD covers. Album covers. Covers. Artwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the art of the movie poster has right. died. Yeah. Seriously. Um, it's, it's Also, I remember reading about, you know, just like little tips and tricks from guys who have tried to get published and they say things like, um, you want your cover to look good in a thumbnail version as well when you're scrolling through like Amazon lists yeah you know something that jumps out like of course the title of a book that jumps out like don't use something that's already been saturated enough where it gets lost in the shuffle oh yeah it's hard I've uh my YouTube videos that have the most views Mm -hmm. uh just coincidentally happen to have like the most interesting like like pick captures of the image okay you know like I have a video um it's it's basically like a lyric video okay but it's uh we shot it as like like two people basically having sex 
Okay. And I wrote all of the words on the bodies and like they're getting smeared around oh, that's cool. and stuff. Okay. It was a really cool project, yeah. but it's like the still photo, you just see like a hand like digging into it. Yeah. So it's like, of course somebody's yeah, probably going to click that. <laughs> yeah. And then, Ron, watch that. you know, the one where it's just me like, <laughs> yeah. like this Who or whatever. This exactly. People skip right <laughs> over this it. Guy. So yeah, I, it's in the, the age we're in now. It's weird that you have to think about stuff like that, but you need to. Yeah, it's all about getting someone's attention as much like, as I, off the bat. Yeah, I hate digital media so much, mm-hmm. but if I want to, you have to do try to be relevant, it. yeah, you need to get familiar with it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise no one gives a shit. Yeah. Um, and you've talked about that many times. It's that comparison with statuses, too. I remember you were like, you write, you wrote something like, something real fucking quirky and goofy had nothing to do with your music or your work, and it got all this attention. And Oh, yeah, sure. And, and you put something you worked, had a lot of time on, and everyone's like, whew. You know, yeah. in a couple, trickling a couple of likes, and that was it. It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> thanks. It's, yeah, I mean, you also need to like, what do, what are people, you know, half the time? Again, I think it has a lot to do with the how easy this is. I'm grabbing my phone for a reason. Okay, as like a uh, example, you know, people are uh, just scrolling through at work when their boss isn't looking, mm-hmm. or you know. And their car at a red light, or maybe not at a red light, just yeah, like yeah. If, in between moments. Like <laughs> yeah. most of the time, I feel like a lot of people are looking at social media, not in, like on a mobile device more than actually sitting down in front of a computer when they have yeah. time to absorb anything. Yeah. So it makes it really hard to promote things that people need to actually absorb. And I think that's why a lot of people, like I had mentioned before, like people not pushing the play button on yeah, songs. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, but, you know, it's real easy to be like, so-and-so's an asshole fart joke and then everyone's like oh, yeah. yeah i get it <laughs> like i can i can process that in the two seconds i'm not looking at the yeah, road yeah exactly and that's that's yeah it's a fucked up show you know have yeah a... you need to find i think that there has to be some sort of a way to for me i feel like i can stay relevant mm-hmm. even if i'm not talking about my music just like i'm okay. still a human being oh yeah and i'm alive yeah here's something funny and then, by the way, I'm still doing this yeah. every once in a while, and it's like, yeah, you gotta it clicks. Around and, sure, I guess it's all about timing, and I don't know what else, but yeah, I, I mean, luck. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but yeah, I feel like it's one of those things too. Once you sort of break that threshold, then it's easier to. I mean, obviously, yeah, again, you what you need is it's there's only so much you could do. You really, in today's age, mm-hmm. you need just like people to actually just be like actually pay attention to it, like watch your video and be like holy shit this is crazy or this is funny and then they share it Mm -hmm. and then it spreads from there yeah that's like the most important thing i don't know how it's going to really affect you as a writer unless like you have like uh like excerpts of a story on a blog that can be shared right that could help yeah but if nobody shares it knows me other than my friends what's the thing is like if nobody shares it and nobody likes it nobody's gonna see it because of the way that Social media is, like, if your friends like something, it comes up, like, oh, yeah. so-and-so, like, creepy guy liked hot girl's photo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, do you ever have any friends who, like, written something real nasty on, like, those porno photos, and you can see it on your feed, and they don't know that you can see it? You ever get that? Or I have fucked up friends who do this. No. <laughs> Explain this? Like, what? <laughs> All right, like, you're just saying, you know, if one of your friends likes something, and it comes up on your feed, like, you know. Yeah. Matt Ferry, uh, like, da-da-da. Or any of you guys. Um, like, so-and-so commented on Suicide Girl's photo that or shit. something like that. Yeah, or like, you know, 
whatever it might be. Like, um, people that probably just don't realize, or maybe yeah. they just don't care. I like to think that they just don't yeah. realize, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like well, oh, yeah. I have two friends who still, well, the one dude isn't active as much on Facebook, but I have two friends um, who notoriously do this, and they don't know that I can see, that everyone can see this! <laughs> and there was, like, you know, um... What one some some Facebook page of a bunch of girls bending over and showing their ass and whatever it was and just getting like real freaky about a whole bunch of shit, and a friend of mine wrote he would always write things like you know nice ass and even I felt dirty repeating it so I'm not gonna go into like, what he said exactly <laughs> okay but I would always be like dude I can see that you know and he's like eh, whatever but then one night I was up real late and I'm assuming he was drunk because it was like two or three in the morning and um it popped up there's this girl like bending over and you know, showing it all out, and he wrote, the, the, it was like, he commented on it, so I went to the photo and looked at it, and my comment said, I want to eat you alive, and I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck, like, and it's, again, like, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who saw that, I'm sure a lot of people saw that sort of thing, and oh, I was yeah. curious, I guess I just have really weird friends. Like, if he's, like, friends with family, <laughs> yeah, or things like that, yeah, <laughs> I love, um, I was talking to my buddies about, it. I love how, like, grandmas and moms who don't still, like, I hate that Facebook or any kind of social media, you have to get it. Yeah. Because if you do anything outside of the box, you don't get it, and you're dumb. And um, I love it when moms or aunts or uncles, whatever the hell it is, they'll (laughs) write a status update, or you write a status update, and everyone will, like, sort of speak within what you just wrote in that theme, in that thread. And there's always that one, like, older person that writes, like, hey, how have you been? Yeah. Call me back. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) XOXL, and you're like, God damn it, you yeah. do the whole fucking no, thing off. No, uh, my boss is actually really good at that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's hysterical, but sometimes, like, I'll, like, be, po- like, you know, like, totally different, like, it could be about anything, and then just, like, a comment from him, like, hey, did you get anything done this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Not now, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I love that. Oh, man. Um... We were talking about, I was talking about something before I went under that I want to eat you alive comment. I don't I know. I can't remember. We were just talking about uh, social media social relevance. Social media stuff. Um, uh, the book I was going to say. I forgot what the fuck it was. How, like, my time scale. Which I don't really have a time scale for. It's just when okay. I get done. <laughs> um, yeah, book cover. Although I, I did some research on, like, I asked my editor. I'm like, what is the route that you take? Because I understand getting published is really hard especially with in an age where you can self-publish anybody can fucking put something out there and promote it you know um so that feels kind of saturated with all kinds of things it's the same way that's everything yeah uh yeah exactly and so he gave me a route he was like you can you know talk to like a publishing company or whatever and get so many books made say a hundred and you pay for those and then you can have those on hand if anybody wants to actually buy them off of you um, I think it's called an ISS number, an ISS like barcode more or less. Sure. You know that gets wired to me. Um, if there are any sales or anything, and then on the side you have your ebook going on. So like for a much cheaper price, it's available immediately, and just sort of play both hands, you know, respectively. Um, yeah. But you want it like ideally, you want it in stores. I would and... like it in store, yeah. yeah. But, and I guess back to the whole like no one knows me, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you just kind of have to meet people. That's what it is, yeah. No one. No, I mean, there's a ton <laughs> of people out there that have done it. Oh, you know, yeah, and continue definitely. to do it. And it's a thing with me, like where I work, I'm flipping through records all day, constantly. Sure. Shit, I've never heard of, but it's like, yeah, rat fuck. fucker. Yeah, 
I'm holding this. Somebody put money into getting this made. Right. So it's just it's gone somewhere. Either like yeah, get out there. I'm just really bad at getting myself out there. I feel like I'm good at making stuff, and then it just sits there. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And then I get myself thing. into this uh, loot this phase where I go from one project to the next. Okay. You know, I don't really take the time to promote, and it's like okay, like I have records that I could be talking about and getting out there now, but it's like, well, I'm already, I just finished writing another new batch of songs, so I'm going to wait mm-hmm. until this is done. Okay. And yeah. then watch when this is done, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it'll, I'm going to try not to do it again. <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. getting a lot smarter and I have resources that I didn't have two years ago. Sure. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Fuck. But Hey man, best of luck with your book. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um it might be, what if your book might be the, the third book I've ever read in my life. Okay. I can go with that. I yeah. like that. I, I, w- I would read your book. <laughs> I'd I'm make glad. the time for it. But the, uh, I, I, I will probably wait and hope hope for you to read it out loud somewhere. I'll say, yeah, I, I like that. I'm glad you brought that up. I like or that. Or if you ever want to do like a book on tape. Yeah. We can record that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you for having me. That Thank you fun. for coming. Fuck tech and Mortal Kombat rules. <laughs> Okay, cool. And that's all, folks. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Uh, big thanks to Caleb for taking the time to talk with me. I had fun. That was cool. He's a cool guy. Be sure to buy his book whenever it comes out or whatever. And also, be sure to come back again next week for another episode. I am Sykes. Start the Beat Podcast 2014. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.